Hey, look at you, all grown up and needing car insurance. You don't have to freak out if you got a driving record that's not so hot or worry if you aren't sure exactly what you need. Able Insurance has your back. Pass up the national insurance companies where you're just another number and keep your auto insurance right here in Charlottesville. 979-0814 is the number. Ableinsurance.com is the site. What up, what up, what up, though, Ballhawk Show? Say one more time. What up, what up, what up, though, Ballhawk Show? What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, do? Welcome to the Ballhawk Show podcast. I'm your host, Amal Hawkins. I appreciate you rocking with me. And listen to the latest episode of the Ballhawk Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Just go to anchor.fm uh, slash the Ballhawk Show podcast or search it. And you should definitely find it. Make sure you favorite so you can follow and get an alert every time I upload a podcast. You can also find it on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Make sure you leave a review. And you can follow on YouTube. Um, I try to upload each podcast on YouTube as well. And it's on very other platforms, Blog Talk Radio and Podbean. So I appreciate all the support from everybody. If you want to uh, support the Ballhawk Show podcast, there is an option on anchor.fm. Just go to the podcast page and it'll have a button for you to click on if you want to support and donate. So I appreciate all that. So today, man, is like a bonus episode. Um, it's not a live episode. Um we all know that the Final Four is on the underway, uh, but the biggest name in college basketball isn't playing this weekend, and that's Zion Williamson. And it's a lot of talk now about, you know, how much money he's going to make for endorsements. Um, should he come back, or which player should come back? When you look at the latest mock draft, um, and they talk about the highest rate ranked player that's left in the Final Four, and I just. I just wanted to just use my platform solo instead of, you know, a live show because we talked about this on a live show yesterday with the one and done talking about Coach Cal and, and Coach K. Um, I just wanted to speak towards the one and done and not not even just the one and done, just returning to school for an additional year versus leaving and becoming a pro a year ahead of time, which is better uh, because you have a lot of folks that are looking at the perspective of, you should return to school for another year to mature and better develop your game, right? We can all pretty much agree that the college game is not like the NBA game, okay? Um, I feel like if you are a first-round pick, it, it, like you should test the waters if you know you're going to be in the first round, right? You get your grade. You, you, you get your name out there. Don't sign with an agent. Just see. Where are you going to fall if you're going to be in the first round? Now, if you are among all these publications of being a lottery pick, I think there is a no-brainer that you should leave your college institution and become a paid professional and own your likeness. I truly believe that wholeheartedly, especially if this was your dream of dreams. Now, if you were a young man that came to college for the best of both worlds to play Division one basketball and earn a grand aid for your education to be paid for, then 
you will have no qualms or gripes from me if you return to college because you want to make sure that above anything else, you walk the stage and you exhaust every bit of uh, college life that you can. No gripes there. But if I'm a fan from the outside looking in and I'm looking at any of these young men and they are top 10, top 15 picks and on every publication, I can't find it in my heart to tell that young man, you aren't ready to go to the NBA. Here's a new flash. Nobody is essentially NBA ready when they enter the NBA. Like it's something about their game that they still need to develop. It's something about their game that isn't up to par. But the NBA and the draft is all potential driven. It's a lot of guys that we've seen play Kyrie Irving just 11 to 12 games. Um, Henry Giles for Duke played a couple games he was hurt we've seen a lot of guys that in college we didn't think that much of them but once they got to the NBA some things changed and they wowed us we were like whoa where did that come from from the Russell Westbrooks from the James Hardens of the world even when you go back to a Vince Carter, we just knew Vince Carter could dunk, but nobody understood that he can shoot like that and he would develop into the player that he is. And then there are some guys who peak in college and dominate in college and they get to the professional ranks and it doesn't pan out. We just don't, we just can't control the narratives of when somebody's going to be NBA ready. But the main thing we can help these young men control is the height behind them and the and the temperature of the iron when it strikes hot. We should not tell a young man or a young woman, you should return to school for an additional year when you're basically at the pinnacle level of the lottery status. Because people say, well, it's not a huge risk, you know, of coming back another year. We've seen it time and time again. Somebody has a lot of buzz. They say, I'm going to come back. I want to win a national championship. Everybody's rallying around them. Everybody's uh, a personal fans of the program. I'm loving that because they selfishly get to view that individual for an additional year. They help, they help with their bragging rights. But lo and behold, that additional year that they stay, we can see that overall they improved on their weaknesses, but their strengths kind of take a back seat. It kind of dip, right? And as a scout, they're going to, the more and more film that they have, the more and more they're going to poke holes on your game. And they're looking at this. When you get into the draft and now you're a fourth year senior, right? Or just a third year senior. What you feel to realize, I mean, a third year player. Once you feel to realize this, when you return that, that for that additional year, you got to factor in, the new hype train. You have to factor in the new one and done. You have to factor in guys like a John Morant who out of nowhere just jumps on the scene and now he's a top three pick. If you look at him the year before, nobody saw this trajectory of his game to elevate like this. Nobody saw that. But will we really tell that young man, hey, you need to develop one more year, 
You need to develop your body. Just imagine Kevin Durant. You remember Kevin Durant coming out of out of Texas? You need to gain some weight. You need to get stronger. You need to do this, Kevin. You need to do that, Kevin. But at the end of the day, he could get buckets. Some guys are born to be superstars. Some guys are born to be stars. Some guys are born to be great role players. Some guys are born to be journeymen. Everybody is not going to be a star. Some guys will be a quote bus. I'm saying this with air quotations, a bus in the sense of they didn't live up to the potential of the pick in which they were drafted. Right. You can have a guy that was drafted number 10 overall, become a six man, never be an all star, but have a 12 to 15 year career. And people would consider, well, he was a bus considering where he was drafted. But the fact that he played 12 to 15 years in the NBA, made millions of dollars, achieved his dream, can pretty much set his kids' lives up for the rest of their lives if he invested their money, if they invested their money well. But they they created a stage and a platform that allowed them to reach certain heights that they never thought. But from us as a fan, we'll start to break down their career and we will say on our couches, while we're working our nine to five job that we're trying to get a raise in, that we're pissed off, that we feel like we get underpaid. We're going to look at somebody who made millions of dollars and achieved their dream and say, well, that guy's a bust. Right. Um, Everybody knows if you, you don't know, I'm a University of Virginia alum. Uh, we had a guy named Justin Anderson a couple years ago, leave the University of Virginia early. First under the Tony Bennett era, left early, his, his third year, we say third year here at UVA, and became a first-round pick of the Dallas Mavericks, and he's been a journeyman. And you have a lot of people saying he should have stayed. Justin Anderson should have stayed one more year. It wouldn't have benefited this team. We probably would have won an NCAA championship or went deep in the tournament. Basically, they always place him in the in the team success. He would have been the team would have benefited him staying. You know, when he came out, he was second team all ACC. The year before, he was ACC six man of the year. He was a third team All American. I mean, he shot almost fifty percent from the three point line. Um, he had a little injury to his to his pinky and some other injuries um, that caused him to miss time that year. But it was a lot of intrigue about him. Because of his athleticism, and then he tested well, he became the 21st overall. This episode is brought to you by Carvana. Carvana is in the business of driving you happy. And with the widest selection of used cars under $20,000, you're bound to find a car that'll put a smile on your face. They even offer customizable financing so you can plan your down and monthly payments. To shop thousands of affordable vehicles 100% online, download the app or visit Carvana.com. Availability may vary by market. Pick for the Dallas Mavericks, right? That summer, in the summer league, he averaged 17 points, four rebounds versus other NBA players and NBA hopefuls. By the next season, I mean, all throughout the season, he was going... To the, to the G League and back up. You know, just gaining experience. If you're not playing, go play against other pros. You're working on your game 24-7, and you're getting compensated the entire time. Then 2017-2018 season, 
He got traded to the 76ers, and then this season he's with the Atlanta Hawks. He's still playing, still on the team. And you have a lot of people that's saying he should have stayed an additional year. And I ask all the time, for what? Because I truly believe he would have been over He would have been re-evaluated in a in, in a he would have been over evaluated and he probably would have been a second round pick. And he wouldn't have been a true investment for the Mavericks. And truly respect like when you have that first round stamp beside your name, teams are gonna invest in you. Give you some leeway because you're young. Oh, he left early. He can still develop. If you come in and you exhausted all your college careers, you better hit the ground running or you may not get all of those chances. And people are like, oh, he's just a journeyman. Justin Anderson got paid $1.4 million his first year, $1.5 million, and $1.5 million, $2.5 million this year, $3.6 million next year. Then he's an unrestricted free agent. Then he's a restricted free agent in 2019. Come on, people. Come on. I mean, one, two, three, four, five, six. I mean, he done made over $10 million already. This is off the jump. Just if we just rounded it down. Just one million, one million, one million, two million, three million. No, I did my math wrong. One, two, three. Five. That's eight. That's eight. That that'd be eight million dollars if we round. Like I said, round it down. But if we don't round down, he's over ten million dollars. And we really questioning his decision to leave early. If we just we can never, we can never truly predict how somebody's career is going to be. Same thing with Zion. Folk, you know the Gilbert Arenas put out. Um, his breakdown of Zion and Gilbert, Gilbert Arenas is a high-level basketball mind. And what he said about Zion is absolutely correct. And people took that and ran with it. But the main thing that's being lost and everything is Zion is 19 years old. And in this day and age, we truly don't allow players to develop. But it's up to the player and his team to truly believe in a developmental process. And just realize, take your time. Now, if your true athletic ability allows you to be successful, yes, you tap into that and you use that to the best to the best to your ability to help your team win. But every downtime you get, you work on your weakness. Let me show you why I'm a firm believer that you'll get better riding the pine as a reserve, your rookie in the NBA versus being a star in college. Here's my prime example and why people there's a lot of hypocrisy going around why they want people to stay. You remember just last year? Well, yeah, just last year when Ben Simmons won Rookie of the Year. It was last year, right? Yeah, won Rookie of the Year. What did everybody kept saying? What did everybody keep saying about Ben Simmons? He wasn't a rookie, right? He spent the whole year injured, and then he got to practice with pros. He had an added advantage over. Donovan Mitchell. You remember those arguments? Do y'all remember those arguments? Why do you feel like folks forget that argument and don't factor it, factor that in when they tell a young man, you need to stay one more year in college because you're not ready yet? So if Ben Simmons, if we using that same narrative, why was it a gripe that Ben Simmons was still considered a rookie even though he was injured and didn't play the whole year? 
Why do we feel like Ben Simmons had an advantage? For those folks who saying you need to stay in school because you'll get better in school versus riding a pine and not playing in the NBA. Think about that. I'm going to let y'all hop on that for a little while. Take your time. You, how, you know, he was hurt. Then he got to work on this craft 24-7 with pros. So, yes, he had an, an advantage. Yes, he did. He got to be around pros. Got to learn how they think. If you if you are a if if when we look at the final four, right? What's the biggest advantage a lot of these teams have when they have like a Michigan State or a bunch of vets, a bunch of second and third year players, and then you have Duke that had a bunch of one and dones. What was the advantage that you saw in that game? Poise, the maturation process, and what allows you to mature and have poise? Being in the fire on a certain level. Nothing prepares you for the NBA more than the NBA. I feel like you want to get ready for the NBA? You want to mature and prepare for the NBA? Get your ass and go to the NBA and sit there and be around some pros all day. There's no experience like on-site experience. Point blank, period. Especially when a dude is showing he's Truly mature. Now, if a dude is immature, does a year being the big fish in a little pond really going to help you mature? Or will you mature when you uh, a big fish now in a big-ass pond and now you're going to get humbled because you ain't that guy no more? Just think about when you came out of high school and everybody's all-American, everybody's all-regional, every, majority of guys are player of the years, and you come your first time in college practice, whether it's baseball, football, basketball, whatever it is, and you realize, like, damn. Everybody just as fast as me. I need to learn the angles, the X's and O's, because that's why they're getting the point A to point B faster than me. But we want kids to return to school. And I'm saying this in quotation marks. Return to school to work on their game. You want a college kid to return to a game that they're already dominating. Why would you return to something that you're already dominating? That's that's just my that's just my thoughts. But the Ben Simmons and the Donovan Morgan situation, when people was throwing out that Ben Simmons wasn't a, a, a rookie and he had an advantage because he spent one year in the pros, and it's not fair to Donovan Mitchell, that further let me know that those same folks better sip shut the hell up juice when they telling somebody they need to stay another year and mature more because that kid who leaves early and around all them pros twenty four seven and ain't got to worry about going to class and ain't got to worry about staying eligible. And with paid pros and paid trainers and exposed to a lot of things with a bigger court, bigger men, and different schemes, professional schemes that you're going to have to run the following year. So when you report to camp the next year, you're not learning anymore. You're touching up. That's why you see guys elevate from their rookie year to their second year in the pros because they understand the game that much more and the game slows down. But we're telling somebody to go back to college to better prepare them for their rookie year. I don't know, man. It's the ball hawk, man. One and done. It ain't about the one and dones. It's to leave or not to leave. Why you should be a pro immediately versus continue to dominate on a level that you've been killing them. That's just my thoughts. Y'all know the motto, good is the enemy of great. Be great in everything that you do. I could be far off base. Let me know, man. 
I'm just giving you my thoughts, giving you my truth. We always complain about these athletes getting paid off, you know, NCAA getting paid off the backs of these athletes, but then we tell them to go right back to the same place when now they can own their likeness. Or just tell them, hey, man, leave school and go overseas. Go be like Luca. Go overseas and play. Go play with pros overseas. That's what I would like to see them do. Just go overseas and play. Play amongst the pros. Hell, most of the European players that come to the NBA be balling. They, hey, hit the ground running. Why you think Luca balling this year? He's special, but he was dominating pros. So that's why the NBA wasn't a tough transition for him. They told Trey Young he should stay. Took Trey Young about two months and then he adapted to the game. He stayed in, he stayed in college and kept dominating. Would still been the same questions. I don't know, man. Ball hall, let me know y'all thoughts. I'm out. I want the whole world spin my record. Shero, the hoodie stars, check game, stay free records. Ho! Shorty girl, fed the death and I'm massaging. Bad news, even be massaging. I got a fitty head, I be massaging. Pinky rings on my finger, I'm massaging. I got a speedboat concert, cause I massage. I come and do about a whole kind of large. I be massaging. I be massaged. I'm coming through with Cadillacs and massaging. Yeah, both some constantly massaging. I got GPS, I be massaging. I catch croaker fish, cause I'm massaging. I like a macaroni plate, I be massaging. Even oodles and noodles, I be massaging. Put out the ghetto, cause I'm massaging. I got ice around my neck, cause I'm massaging. Or even gold teeth, I massaging. A pinky ring iced out, cause I'm massaging. I got a hundred million dollars, I be massaging. I got ten dollars, I be massaging. I got a thousand dollars, I be massaging. I got twenty two cents, and be massaging. I take a penny, and be massaging. I tell shorty girl fat, I be massaging. Your big two, I be massaging. I be massaging, I be massaging. I got a GPS stern with massaging. Whole share road chain, be massaging. I got a Uzi, I be massaging. I got a 12 gauge pump, I massage. I got a hundred thousand, I massage. Ain't broke, I be massaging. I stay paid, I be massaging. I stay late, I be massaging. I hit the poop, yo, night, cause I'm massaging. She wanna come through loaded and massage. Whole team, we massage. Bad new posse constantly massage. Ain't no joke. I be massaging, even the bacon and eggs. I be massaging, huh? Polo shirts, Chateau Adidas. I be massaging. I love you, sweetie cake. Spin my record. Let me give you the game. Oh, how to get rich? Take a penny and flip a penny. Then forty billion, huh? Why I be massaging? What? Car steering wheel. I be massaging. The whole, the whole label of the state free records in the VA. Oh, we be massaging. Let's have a money shot. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.